Welcome to the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. Your hosts, Danielle Sullivan, National Director at Curriculum Associates, and Sari Liberis, Senior Manager, Marketing Operations at Curriculum Associates, are here to share actionable tips, best practices, and success stories to improve your teaching and drive student learning. Enjoy, and thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. It's Danielle. Hey, everyone. It's Sari. Welcome back to the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. We know there's a lot happening right now, and we hope we can provide you with some insights, tips, and best practices, and breathing room from the critical work you do. We are here to support teaching and learning wherever it is taking place. With us today, we are very excited to have Brooklyn Trover, National Director at Curriculum Associates with us. So welcome, Brooklyn. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, If you don't mind just introducing yourself to the listeners, how long have you been at CA? What did you do prior, and where are you? Great. Thanks for having me, ladies. I am 15 days into CA, so whatever that means uh, is is a short timer so far, um, but excited to be here. Thrilled to be here, actually. But I would be remiss if I didn't say that I miss the world of, of public service on the public service side. I have been in education for 19 years, started out in the very unpopulated Wyoming, and as a second grade teacher and taught for years and years and ended up in uh, the very populated California where I reside now and finished my teaching in eighth grade language arts and social studies, just loving those middle school kids so dang much. So for all the middle school teachers out there, my heart is yours and yours is mine. Um, But then went to the district to help serve teachers the best I could as a PD provider and to help administrators um, by being a coach for them. Wow, that is a a great path. And we are very excited for you to join the CA family. And I once saw you present on this really interesting topic about the human element of data. And I'd love to hear your thoughts about that. Sure. It's it's where my my soul lives. Um, human humanizing data, the human side of data analysis comes from working with students every day. So all the teachers out there are in what a lot of people refer to as the trenches, right? And then there's these magical engineers behind the scenes who turn this information that we get on standardized tests and you know, proficiencies of zeros and ones, and all of a sudden it comes together and there can be norm reference and criterion reference and all this. And then bureaucracy comes in and they're like, this is proficiency and these are standards. And the teachers are just teaching kids. Like, and the lost factor of that is all the rest of us that work in the industry and and for education in general. So what I like to think of is how can we as the people who know the power of data, the power of information, the power of criterion information where we can see where kids lie against something specific, how can we help teachers see the humans that made the data, right? Every single score that shows up on somebody's report was created by a seven-year-old or a five-year-old or a 14-year-old. And not just any 14-year-old, but one who's really good at this or one whose family lives here or one who's had a life experience where they never saw snow before and had to unpack the snow question on the ELA test, right? Like there's so many human factors 
that go into the data that's generated, but why aren't there human factors that go into the data analysis part? And so I just love talking with teachers and trying to say like, wow, you know, this kid grew this many points or in this area, why do you think that happened? And no one's ever asked them that before, you know? And part of that's them and part of that's the kid and part of that's how we work in this human industry. I just love it. I love thinking about it and I love helping teachers, um, you know, feel proud of the work that they do, but also feel compelled to do better work, to do better work because of ways of looking at data. It's so powerful when you were talking about the human side of data. I feel like it's almost like the forgotten human side of data, mm -hmm. right? Because it's, and and even when you go to PD or when you learn about it, or I feel like even on this podcast of topics, we talk about like building relationships, next chapter, using data, right? They're never like <laughs> one and the same, but they, but they need to be for the exact reasons that you said. And so I'm curious, what are some things if I'm a teacher and I realize like, wow, I could, I could improve my practice with this. What are some things that I can try to do in my classroom, whether it's analyzing data, writing a lesson plan that kind of ensure that I add back that human side of not just crunching numbers and thinking of everything um, just yeah. based on how it is on paper. Well, the first is to not call your kids your colors. I, I hear teachers all the time say like, I have four reds. No, you don't. <laughs> you have, you know, Danielle and Mark and so-and-so and so-and-so, and, -so, and they happen to not yet be proficient in vocabulary right? That's part of them, but it's not all of them. So stop labeling them by their colors or their categories or their levels. Remind yourself. And you know, that comes in terms of groups too. Like I, I hear teachers sometimes when I'm in classrooms and they call a, a small group back to their table, right? And, and they, part of it is ownership of, of the group name, right? They maybe let their kids think of their group name, but we stopped calling kids by their names, you know, for so often. So you're about to work with the group who needs help on, you know, whatever for math. And even teachers saying things like, I need my intervention group back here. No, you need so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. Put their names to it. I think that's, you know, one of the biggest factors. But also when you're sitting there looking at grades and scores, just ask yourself why. Why are they here? And, and that starts to add in some more details to your analysis that will give you something to work with. And I really love how you even phrased, don't say that, like, make sure that you're calling kids by the names, not the colors. That's just a starting point. Right. It's, it's where they're headed. And I believe that the power of language is so powerful and framing language and, 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 and having students feel validated and seen, like even just what you said, the intervention group, like you are not who you, you're not the group, <laughs> you're not the group. <laughs> you know, I mean, as, as humans, we like to categorize, judge, label. That's like, our brains are doing that too. It's like, okay, you read, like, I want to sort it, but it's the, so the, what I heard you say is a pause. Let's ask teachers if they're, even when they're analyzing data to just pause and say, okay, remember who this is. Remember, these are my real little smiling faces in my classroom. And what is their potential? Where do they need to go to grow? So I love all of that because that is something that's um, it's so simple, yet it can be so powerful for educators just to, you know, stop. Think about a student and listen why I start <laughs> wrapping vanilla ice is beyond me. It's something that happens all the time. 
and I won't keep going on that. But what I do want to know is from just being with educators so recently in this time, thinking about how exhausted they are, what is some advice that you can give on how to remember the humans in their classroom? So when they're listening to this, something that maybe they could do today, tomorrow, just to remember that. You know, here's a phrase that annoys me (laughs) in all ways that I think is, is happening to our poor teachers right now is that one more thing on my plate or my plate's overflowing, right? Like we use that analogy so much. So what are you doing holding the plate? Like as a teacher, if that's the analogy we're going with, that plate is your servant. You're the waiter. You're like carrying that plate to your customers and the customers are your kids. So whatever you've got to do to carry that plate, whatever it is, maybe take a few things off, maybe talk to your administrators, maybe be more efficient with how you stacked the stuff on your plate, but you're it, like you're it, you're going to carry it. So make sure you can, because you got to take it to your customers. You got to show up and, um, you know, maybe get some good shoes. I don't know, do some push-ups. not sure this year's we're going to get through it, but just like every restaurant, sometimes there's busier times. Sometimes there's not as busy times. Sometimes there's crowds that you don't want to be with, but you know, those, those moments where you remember the great table that you had, or those customers that were unforgettable, we know it. And, and we feel that as teachers. So do what you need to carry that plate. We got this. Well, on that note, that is all the time we have for today. We want to thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and we're really excited. You're going to hear more from Ms. Brooklyn from CA in the future. And we will now hand it over to Sarah to tell us how you can find us out where else you could find us. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow along as always on Twitter at curriculum and on Instagram at my iReady and be sure to tag us in your posts so we can see the work you do. If you have feedback about the podcast, a topic of interest or want to be a guest, please email extraordinaryeducators at caing.com. Please be sure to subscribe where you listen to podcasts and review an episode if you feel inclined so we can reach more educators. This is about you. We are here for you. So until we meet again, be you, be true, be extraordinary. This podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates and is the copyrighted material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates.